Hi guys, welcome back to the third episode of the Narcissist Podcast. Um, I'm glad you're all here. I'm guessing you've listened to our second episode if you've come back for more. If not, you should. It's sick. It is good. Um, I think Fahad wanted to make a disclaimer. Oh yeah. Because he always says wrong things. So. (laughs) Correct. (laughs) Last episode, I said something like, oh, um, the universe is like, 40 billion years old or something like that and then my brother listened to the podcast and he was like actually it's 13.7 billion years old Mm. and i I looked it up and he's right yeah so you were really aging the universe there i really was i apologize (laughs) i apologize for misleading everyone as well but we'll always correct ourselves we change our mind about shit like our, our friends my friends always say to me like you seem so sure about that before. And then I'll come in like a week or two later and be like, yeah, I've changed my mind about this completely. Yeah, I've told my friends to never listen to anything I say anymore <laughs> yeah, because, because I'm probably going to change my mind tomorrow. Literally, I'm so liable to change my mind all the time. <laughs> that's okay. Yeah, that's um, a good thing. That's a good thing. Yeah, I think so. Right. So, what are we um, talking about? it's been a while since we did our last podcast. Yep. Um, so we've had some time to think about what to talk about next. Mm. Um, We did get a couple of suggestions from some of our listeners slash friends since the last podcast. And so we've got some ideas. Um, The other day I sent this to you, didn't I, this quote. I seen this quote online um, just when I was scrolling through Pinterest. And um, I just thought it'd be interesting to, I'll read it out and then I'll let us have a discussion about it. Right, excited. Um, Okay, so the quote is, So like a little short story. So the industrialist was horrified to find the fisherman lying beside his boat, smoking a pipe. Why aren't you fishing? Asked the industrialist. Because I've caught enough fish for the day. Why don't you catch some more? What would I do with them? Uh, Earn more money? Then you could have a motor fixed to your boat and go into deeper waters and catch more fish. That would bring you more money to buy nylon nets, so more fish, more money. Soon you would have enough to buy, buy two boats, even a fleet of boats. Then you could be rich like me. And the fisherman said, what would I do then? Uh, then you could sit back and enjoy life. And the fisherman said, what do you think I'm doing now? <laughs> Ooh, yeah. sick burn. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I feel, I think that is like, it really does make you think like, wow, what are we all doing with our lives? Yeah, yeah. I, I sort of disagree with, what I guess the story is trying to say, okay. which is, um, don't. I feel like it comes across like don't worry about trying that hard. Just enjoy your day to day. Yeah. But for me personally, I think, for me, happiness is what the industrialist guy is describing. This process of growing, mm. not necessarily to catch more fish, but just for the sake of growing, and. It's nice stopping every once in a while to smoke your pipe, whatever that might be. But honestly, I think I think I'm happiest when I can look back a bit and be like, I've grown since then. Yeah. Um, and I think really, for me at this point, stopping to smoke a pipe or whatever like indulgence that might be equivalent to, it's just a way of breaking up the constant effort to grow and progress. It's a way of stopping showing a bit of gratitude, um, reflecting on that, saying, sick, come this far, just keep moving. Yeah. It's not necessarily because there is an end goal. Yeah, I do agree with that. And I think it is true that 
the idea of I mean you say that though but then the fisherman he's done his job for the day it's not like he just sits and smokes a pipe all the yeah. time yeah he's just not he's just not growing yeah but it depends what you want to grow in so say that industrious has said to him do all this thing with fishing but say fishing isn't his say fishing isn't his passion yeah. it's just his job yeah. the way he makes money i feel like a lot of people have jobs that aren't their passions but then they're still living in this capitalist society that encourages them to go above and beyond for that job mm. that isn't their passion and you see yeah. people they get so stressed at work and it's something that they don't even like but they live in the society which encourages keep keep doing more you need to make more money you need to climb that ladder but yeah, for sure. what if what if that's not what they actually want to do with their lives but then they get sucked into this world what essentially what the industrious is saying pretend that's not a fisherman that's any job any corporate job and yep. you see people just absolutely like lose their minds over it and then they get to retirement and they're like shit god yeah no you, you're so right so that's such a complicated thing though i mean if you're you you got family and you got loads of people dependent on you right and you're in a job you can't like we can let's say we started a job next year we probably both will if we decided Hopefully. Do you know, hopefully, <laughs> hopefully. Yeah. If we both decided, you know what, I don't like this. I'm just going to, this isn't for me. And it's to the point where I'm just not going to do it. If we both quit, it really would be fine. It would be all right. I mean, it wouldn't be ideal. You've thrown away some years of your life. But I think that's a good reason to do anything anyway. If we had kids, if we had people mm. dependent on us and a family, suddenly it's not, it's not as easy. So I can't speak to that. But I would say those people they're probably not very happy. You know, if you're doing a job you hate every single day and you're doing it purely for the sake of avoiding punishment, right? There's nothing you're gaining. There's no satisfaction you're getting out of that. Yeah, you're just getting yourself out of yeah. being broke. You're not growing in any way. You, you know, you look back at the last 10 years of your life and you hear this a lot, don't you? Like 10 years of my life, I've been in the same place, doing the same thing, don't like it, but I've just got to do it. I've mm. just got to do it so I could get back home and rest so I could do it again. Mm. That's not happiness. No. I think when you talk to people that are happy, they're like, I've grown, I've done this. And it's not necessarily even work-wise. I think it applies to every aspect of your life. You, in my opinion, if I'm not getting a little bit better at something, mm. then I don't see the point in doing it almost. Like, I'm happy when I look back. I'm happiest when I'm growing. Like, I go to the gym quite a lot, right? And it's, it's fun to, like, lift a big weight or whatever. Mm. But in reality, most of the time, like 90% of my time in the gym, I'm just doing like a tiny increment better, maybe one more rep, maybe one more tiny plate. Mm. That's and fine. And that brings you satisfaction. Yeah that, yeah, that brings me like quite a lot of satisfaction. That's yeah. what makes me happy. And then every once in a while I'll stop and look back and think, oh, look how far I've come. And that's, yeah. I think the equivalent of smoking your pipe, like at that point you could be like, oh, sick, I've made all yeah. this progress. Yeah. Yeah, it's difficult, isn't it? Because I think that is different to killing yourself just to keep making more and more money like people mm. do it even after they've got more than enough money to sustain themselves and their family yeah because yeah. that's what is encouraged in this society and like of course there are benefits to it so if people weren't encouraged or incentivized to do those kind of things there would be less like advancements in technology and all yeah. sorts of industries but because there's that incentive there people work harder they do those things but at the same time, I think a lot of people, I mean, obviously I don't know, I'm 23, but I feel like I could imagine how a lot of people might get to the end of their lives and think, 
I gave my life to that yeah, job. Yeah, XYZ. That I didn't right. really care about. And it's sad because like you said, like once you're in that position where you've got a family to sustain and responsibilities, you can't, it's not feasible to just drop your job and do something that's actually your passion, but might not get you any money. No, you just can't. I know. Some people literally just can't. So how do I, we avoid that? <laughs> I don't know. I've never, I've always tried to do more shit. I've always like wanted to do more than whatever the main thing I was doing, which most of my life is just school. Yeah. Um, but I can't really speak to what to do if you live a life where, you, if it were me, honestly, I feel like I'd quit. <laughs> I feel I feel mm. like I'd quit and just hope People that- do it, they, they don't, they do it. Like yeah, you yeah. hear stories about someone who was like, I had a whole family, but I just had to pursue this thing. And usually it's a success story that you hear. Yeah, you don't hear the guys that are yeah. like, <laughs> and now we're all homeless. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, but I don't know, I guess it just depends how much you want it. So I, I think, when, so I wasn't born in the UK, right? My, I was born in Iraq and then we moved here when I was about six or seven years old. Mm. And my parents did quite a bit. It's really hard to move out, right? And we weren't initially gonna get citizenship and then it was like a court case and all sorts happened. It's too young to really remember any of it. But I remember, I still remember the day we got our British citizenship. And I remember, I always think back to that point, I think my dad and my mom both could have stopped there and said, yep, we've done more than enough for you, more than you know anyone else that I knew about. Most of the rest of my family stayed in Iraq. Um, and they could have just said, do you know what? That's it, Like mm-hmm. that, that's all you're getting. But they both still strived and it meant sacrificing a lot of things. It even meant sacrificing sometimes spending time with me mm. or being like a typical traditional father mother sort of relationship there but they still pursued greater things and maybe seeing that and they eventually achieved those things mm. maybe for me growing up seeing that i admire that so much i'd hope i'm in a family where if that does happen to me i can get the support to do better and i know whoever i'm going to be with hundred percent i'd want to support them mm. to do better yeah definitely. But again we're only like in our 20s we don't know anything <laughs> about having a family or that or that i know we've probably got so super, much to learn <laughs> literally yeah barely qualified to talk about these like literally kids <laughs> i know yeah yeah um okay so what about you hear these statistics like the long like the countries that have the longest lifespan and stuff like that and like areas in greece where their lives so different to how we live our lives in like the UK and even like America, um, where their main focus of their life is so they all have jobs, yep. which they use to earn money, but yep. that's not their lives. Their lives yeah. are being social with their friends, family, big meals, you know, like um, walking, nature, music. Right. And like, I think obviously people do appreciate those things in the UK now. Yeah. but they're not they're not shown to us to be a priority by our society oh, you right, know quite interesting, like man. if you yeah like if you um kind of just think actually no i don't want this big corporate job and you um decide i'm just going to quit that i'm going to get a job that earns me enough money mm. but not so that i'm greedy is not the right word but you know yeah. excess money yeah um 
and I don't need to live an expensive lifestyle. I'm happy if I can go for walks in nature, listen to music, eat good food, see my friends. Yeah. Like that is an option for life. But it it's is, not it? yeah. it's not encouraged by the society we live in because like I said, society then doesn't get benefits from you living like that. Mm. But you can see how actually wanting less will give you so much more in life because you're not then on this ladder where and I think everyone who's listening will know this feeling of you're always going to want more. Yeah. You always think you want something and then you want more. Yeah. You get that car that you think is the best car ever, then you're like, actually, I want a second car yeah. or I want a bigger house now. Yeah. And it's you're never satisfied. And that is what ca- capitalism has created because that way they keep pushing it. Which, mm. like I said, has got its benefits. But I think, think as the individual, mm. sometimes when you just sit back and like that fisherman in that quote mm. and you just think... I don't need this. Why can't I be happy with money that gives me what I need to survive and then enjoying what the world has already given me? Yeah, family, friends. Exactly. Nature. I think nature as well. That's such Nature's a massive so thing. Isn't it? Yeah. I wonder if this complete, you know, guess, but I wonder if it has to do with being in a country where you can easily go out all the time and enjoy nature more than you could here, really. It's always pissing it down here. Um, <laughs> I would say I don't really... I'm not very qualified to talk about like capitalistic societies in a sort of political or historical sense. Mm. But I will say, I find it doesn't seem to matter what I do, that I always want more. And it's to the point where I've sort of accepted that, like I said before, happiness exists in this pursuit of more. It's I set these targets, like again, going back to the gym, if you speak to anyone that's been lifting for any significant amount of time, they'll tell you like, they probably had a goal weight or a goal lift, a goal weight to lift or a goal body weight that they had. Then they achieve it and it's almost instantly like, mm. right, I probably before they even get there, mm. they're like, mm, this would be better. And they keep lifting and they're quite happy. And I don't know where that comes from. I wonder if it's just like a psychological thing where you always want to grow. You always want to be better. Like in theory, right? You're you're pretty healthy. You're fine. You could stop going <laughs> to the gym. You could probably be doing a lot, probably doing a lot less, and you would be as healthy and as fit as you are. But there is something satisfying about pushing yourself just a mm. little bit more every single time. Yeah, I can and see that. There's really no reason for you when we look at what you just said to do that. But I do think it brings some level of satisfaction. I think it gets weird, mm. maybe when we look at money and life, because then it gets a bit more like, well, it's not just health, is it? Like in the gym, we're just mm-hmm. talking about health. When we look at money, then it, it, it starts to get a bit different. I get weird, but I wonder if it's the same sort of idea. Yeah. Like it's hard to convince people to just be like, be satisfied with just this. Yeah, it, it, you it's just blurry adapt. lines because when you're talking about the gym like that, I'm thinking like the reason that I... St- like you were saying, like I could probably could do nothing, and I'd be healthy. Yeah, but well, not nothing. You could do. I know literally a fraction of what you're doing. There. Yeah, yeah. I know that me going to the gym makes me look better. Yeah, and then and obviously I'm going to want that if the options there. Yeah. So it's not wh- it's not necessarily you? even me thinking about health all the time. It's both. It's, yeah. it's health and aesthetics. Mm. But um, like, why shouldn't you though? Why shouldn't you strive to achieve as much as your genetics allow you? Like you've got you know m- literally millions yeah. of years of ancestry and 
that sort of created version of you now that I think it really depends on how that. you think about it. So if you're someone who like goes to the gym all the time, looks amazing, but still mm. isn't happy. Yeah. And no matter how much you go to the gym, you are not happy with how you look. Mm. Then you're not benefiting from that. You'd probably benefit more from sitting back and thinking, why do I feel the need to always look better? Yeah. Yep. Because of course they're healthy. That's not their issue. Definitely. Uh, healthy, like like physically, physically maybe yeah, not yeah, mentally, yeah, but yeah. like. So I think it really depends. Like with with me, something like art, I gain so much satisfaction from doing a good painting, or learning a new skill in art because it's not it's not damaging to my mental health. It's good. Mm, mm. But something like, I think sometimes things, especially around exercise can go too far yeah and it's not to the point where it brings you enjoyment it's to the point where you think i have to do this yeah. otherwise i'm not good enough yeah i mean you can always go too far can't can't it like the things we're talking about being negative in a capitalistic society i think that's an example of it going too far in the pursuit of greater financial achievement and you could go too far in the pursuit of, of greater physical performance like this in that story you still have to stop and smoke your pipe every once in a while yeah you have to and be like you know, I'm, I'm, I'm doing pretty well. Like compare yourself to what you were before. And I think that's a really healthy thing to do. Um, I don't think the solution is to be like, let me do the bare minimum, not progress. Well, I should say personally, mm. I don't think this is a solution. Like the way I'd raise my kids, I don't want them to think I'm gonna do the bare minimum and I'm gonna progress just as much as I need to repeat the day exactly as I was yesterday. Mm. I don't see that as being a particularly... See, if I, I was to raise my kids saying that, mm. obviously it's not those words that you'd use. No. The words that I would use is um, in life, you're, you you have to stop and you have to enjoy the little things. Like You have to enjoy going for a walk in nature and not thinking, oh, I need to get back because I need to do this productive thing and that productive thing mm. and otherwise I'm not good enough if I don't do that. Like It's always okay to just stop and take time for yourself even even if that's weeks if you yep. need it yeah like life like life shouldn't always be about productivity like i think it has got to the point where like, like i'm like you in a way like i enjoy being productive it does bring me happiness yeah but i can also see how one day when i'm old like older i will even now when i think back like i remember the times where i've been like really working hard and that's brought me reward but generally, I also remember the times when I just thought, live in the present moment, enjoy this, like a good time with your friends, or even like I remember like going for hikes in the peaks and how good that made me feel. Yeah. And people who don't prioritize those things or think that's important don't get those experiences. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I Do don't you know. know I imagine, imagine you go for a hike in the peaks now, mm. but you had just loads of revision to do, right? And you know that. You don't really have time for a walk in the peaks. It's hard to appreciate those things when you've got so much going on. I think to enjoy the walks or the pipes or whatever those things might be, those like rituals we practice in order to sort of, it's almost like you work and you collect up all of this good stuff and then you go for a walk or you smoke your pipe and that's when you sort of reflect on it and you get to use it up. Mm -hmm. And then you think, sound, I've reflected on this. I've almost had collected my whatever gains from it and you just repeat it again mm. like, i'll say when i'm like, 
obviously I'm working on this app all the time. I have been for two years. Yeah. Um, when I work on it, when I'm when I'm doing something like going for a walk and it's something I enjoy, it's off time. I I feel like I can enjoy it more when I think, you know, I've done a great deal. I've I've achieved a great deal. I've done this much work, and it doesn't bother me at all. I think uh, after this, I'm going to go back to doing just that. I'm going to go back to doing a bit more work. Mm. I think it sort of depends on the work you're doing as well. Because if you hate what you're doing, obviously it's going to be a bit yeah be shit, isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the thing. It does depend on the work you're doing. Like you've done something with that app that you decided to do. Like no one made you didn't you weren't even at the age where you needed a job you were a student yeah yeah and like it was completely out of like your own will and like passion yeah and you know like that work it's not like i'm doing it with a massive grin on my face all the time mm. sometimes it's really hard work like there are many many days where i spent eight nine hours even just working and i haven't done that for anything else mm. ever but because it's like creative and satisfying and it's something on some level I'm passionate about, mm. then it's quite different. Then I think that sort of work, I'm, I remember before we even made any money from it, like when I was just setting it up in my flat, mm. uh, like two years ago, I was the only, like one of the few people that even knew this was a thing. Mm. I remember thinking to myself like, I'm quite happy doing this. This is before we made, I even knew we were gonna make any money. I was like, this is quite fun. Like. A week ago it looked like this and now it looks like this and now i've added this cool feature and i've designed this thing and i was like this is very satisfying mm. like i'd be happy doing this just as is it's nice that there was an end goal of having a company and making money that kept me going as well but i think um when you're doing work that's satisfying you're doing it for a purpose as opposed to avoiding punishment i think that's just right yeah. i think it's optimal. like even it, the times when i was like stressed out and tired it was it was just it was still so fine yeah, i was okay with it wow yeah. i think that's the goal isn't it yeah i think it is but not everyone has the coding skills it's not necessarily <laughs> coding yeah it's just like whatever i reckon loads of Anything, people have yeah. sick skills oh that yeah, use. yeah actually this is what i was thinking it leads into what else we wanted to talk about so i think like today especially younger generations like our age and, and the generations that are going to come after us I just think it's crazy to think about how many people won't reach their potential in whatever skill it might be because of phones yeah, and crazy, social media. I know. Like I, know. I, I remember first realizing that and thinking that is mad. Like I might not do what I'm capable of because of Instagram. Yeah, we're very and lucky And that is actually. the truth. Yeah. Like. No, you're so right. Yeah. The yeah. amount of time First of all, time that you can spend on it where you could be spent doing something else. And I think people underestimate sitting on Instagram for 10 to 15 minutes in the it's time that they barely, could be it's always hours, man. It's reading a... something and even just reading one thing that could like give you a new idea or spark something else. Like just that little amount of time. Yeah. It's gone in such different directions. Yeah. And then secondly, the what it does to your focus. Like even now, I know so for a fact, damaging. like we're revising for our, our exams at the moment. And like, even though I know that I should leave my phone outside of the room, I don't. Mm. And I put it next to me every five minutes, I look at it. Yep. And was it you telling me about that 20, 26 minute thing? No, I think no, no. that was one of my friends. So in this book, it was saying that um, every time, so obviously there's this flow called like, um, state called flow state. Oh yeah. When you're doing something that you, uh, 
essentially you're not thinking about anymore. You're just so into it that you're not thinking yep. about time that's passing. You're not thinking about anything else. You're just so into it and people get into it in all different like ways, like running, painting, writing, whatever it might be. Um, Which I think is sick. By yeah, the way. That's, and it's that's, like so productive and it's so really. good for your brain. Yeah. yeah. The second that you look at your phone and just looked at my phone. Um, yeah, that's mad. That's crazy, isn't I've it? I've lost my flow state now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, the second that you look at your phone, it takes you... 20, I think it's 20, on average, 26 minutes to return to the same level that you were before you looked at your phone. Wow. And then I'm thinking, in that 26, 26 minutes, I checked my phone another yeah. seven times. So you never get back to that stage. I'm just thinking, do I go 26 minutes without checking my no, phone? No, I don't. God. <laughs> but that's what I'm saying. Like, imagine what we could do if that thing didn't exist. You know when you, you, know when you started doing art? You're probably quite mm. young, right? Yeah. So... Obviously, you're very good now, right? I assume when you started, you must have been, well, you must have been shit, basically. I was a child. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But then, do you think, in a way, you were bored enough that you thought, I'll spend a bit yeah. more time doing this? It's like, your boredom. tolerance for the satisfaction was so much lower mm. that you'd get satisfied from doing these drawings yeah. and paintings. And then you get better and better at it over time. Yeah. Like, when I was a kid, I used to... Uh, do like animations on a computer mm. and everyone knows how animations work but really quickly like you draw a figure in one position and then you redraw it in almost exactly the same way <laughs> and it's moved a little yeah, bit yeah, yeah. it's super hard right <laughs> it's super hard i spent years like maybe five or six years from the ages definitely of like nine to 15 or 16 i made so many i used to have like a little graphics tablet set up in, mm. in my room and nerd I, yeah <laughs> literally it's the most <laughs> boring shit ever right <laughs> it's the most but like drawing the same thing repeatedly it takes ages uh it looks crap until you're a bit good at it and even then it doesn't look that good if there was like instagram reels right mm. i don't know if i would have had the no. capability to sit down and be patient enough to draw stick men yeah. like hundreds of times yeah over and over and over and over again yeah like i wonder how many things would i have ever learned to code or would i have ever learned like read some books about business when i was young that made me think i'm gonna start a business one day mm. would i have ever like watched who knows the amount of influences we've had that were probably quite mundane at the time but our threshold was mm. low enough when we were that young that we yeah. could absorb it well you know what it is even as a kid playing and using your imagination is so important yeah, yeah. and this is and like we're lucky in in the way that we're probably at the age where we are addicted to our phones, but we realize why it's bad. Yep. And in that way, we can kind of try our best to like reduce that um, effect. Yep. But kids who are like being born now or even like age 10-ish now, they all have, they have iPads or laptops and they on social media and on TikTok and they don't realize at that age you just wouldn't you wouldn't think about what no, effects you really gonna won't, have. Would you? so they're never gonna they're never gonna unless their parents are really strict about it they're never gonna try and limit themselves on that no no and i reckon like i mean kids obviously still play but not to the same extent that no we when, would or, or people older than us would no when i was a kid with my brothers like when i was like nine or whatever we'd have like the most dumbest things ever like some wooden blocks right yeah. and we'd, we'd play with them for ages and make up all sorts of stuff or we'd like you know anything or how boring mm. it was we'd imagine enough stuff that yeah. we'd have a really good time now like i see so many kids and their parents just like 
yeah, they're just messing with their iPad mm-hmm. and it'll just be like, but they're eight years old. I know. I don't really know how to deal with this because when we're older, right, you got to sort of realise that it'd be weird for your kid probably not to have that stuff. If they go to school and everyone has an iPhone. Yeah. And you give them like a brick, which is what they'll I be had. the weird. They'll be the weird kids. They'll be the weird ones. They're yeah. probably disconnected, right? Yeah. It, it's important to adapt, but I'm not sure it's how. It's really tough, I think. How do you properly manage yeah. that? Like, we can't even manage that. We're not very good at. Ourselves. I try really hard to not watch those reels, right? Mm-hmm. But it literally just be one. Yeah. And my mate calls it a real hole. So yeah. you'll start, start oh. one or two, and then it's like an hour later and you think, fuck. Yeah. It's horrible. It's so bad. It's um, so bad. And this algorithm just keeps getting better and better and better. And I, I don't really, I don't know. It makes it so much harder to focus on anything longer than a few seconds as well. Was it in that podcast? I think you listened to it as well, but it was saying that. So the idea, essentially what TikTok is, is those quick, short burst of videos. Mm. Um, and because they're so quick, that's, you get into that hole. Yeah. But Facebook actually came up with that idea first. And then because the creators or, or something realized actually almost to the point that they realized it was unethical yeah, to put yeah. that out. They actually took it, they took it off, they stopped and then TikTok came about and they just, they just used the money for themselves. And that's yeah, the literally. thing, like even, so like if TikTok now got shut down, just another app will come and do the same thing. I know. So they're never gonna, it's not gonna stop essentially. No, that's kind of scary, isn't it? You're yeah. right. There's, it's not any particular company or anything. It's just the natural progression yeah. of making more that idea is out apps. there now yeah. that's not going anywhere yeah it's like up to the individual to i mean i haven't had tiktok but i've got instagram and yeah th- those reels i try and stay TikTok. off it but yeah they are they're bad <laughs> it's crazy and yeah i see more of that than my own friends posts and contents and stuff yeah well that's the thing like i don't think the primary use of instagram anymore is even that is it no no it really isn't it really isn't. it's just crazy amounts of like I wish there was a way to disable it and still use the app but <laughs> there really isn't I tried to make yeah. it so that the time limit thing on the app on my phone so it only lets you use it for like half an hour a day mm. oh really yeah but I just ignore it I'm yeah, just like oh, pre- ignore this, yeah, yeah I know. literally doesn't do anything I know it's so bad and then like because and now I just struggle to I know that my biggest problem with trying to do anything now focusing mm. is my phone mm. and I mean I could delete Instagram but I find myself even like you open it and sometimes I do delete the app and I literally my finger goes to the place where the yeah, app was. Mad, isn't it? It's just mad how your brain does that. If I imagine it now, I can almost picture where my thumb's gonna go to open the Instagram app <laughs> just from Yeah. Wow, that's pretty crazy. But I do think that um one thing, even people our age don't appreciate and I'm not saying I'm different, like I don't think I appreciate it enough all the time either, is boredom. Yeah. Like boredom That's seems, what it comes back to, isn't yeah, it? Yeah. Like it's seen as the worst thing. Like I know I've got friends that are like, uh, oh, I'm so bored. Yeah. Like, I hate that phrase and I never say it. I, I say hate it all the that time. phrase. No. <laughs> See, it annoys me when people say it because why are you bored? There yeah. are a million things that you could do right now. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. And, and like it you'll see people they're just sitting on their phone and they're like, Oh, I'm bored. Do you know what I think Read it a is? Book. Do like do something creative, cook something, go for like go out in nature, just do there's a hundred things you could do. Yeah, I have a theory about this. It's sort of like far-fetched because I, I can't prove anything, but mm. here's my theory, right? When you're bored, you learn stuff. You do stuff that you're bored, so your threshold for accepting doing something is lower. Maybe you read a book. Mm. Maybe you learn to draw or animate or code or whatever, right? You learn something about businesses. Remember reading, reading 
one of the things that got me into starting my own company was this book I read when I was really young about, um, can't even remember what it's called. Some guy started a business that was worth like $14 billion or something. Anyway, um, I was pretty bored when I read that book. I'm <laughs> sure I was. The thing is, now you're rarely bored. It's actually really hard to become bored. Be bored There's always something exactly, to be, yeah. right? The thing is, the, the, the threshold for not being bored is really low. You can get these real straight away. and Or you get these really bite-sized dopamine gifting things. Mm. So you never get bored enough to read that book or do watch some YouTube video about how to do something new or you're bored enough to suffer the tiny price you have to pay for acquiring a new skill or growing in some way because that boredom is satisfied far more easily with other things. So your mates don't want to read a book because it's basically too hard to read a book. Yeah, They can satisfy themselves the other way. And as a result, it leaves them in this like weird limbo of too bored to watch mm. reels or whatever, but then not bored enough that they can learn read something new, read a book. Yeah, yeah. Or whatever reading a book might be. It could be anything. Maybe it's, yeah, maybe yeah. it's learning to draw or like learning something new, right? Mm. Which I still think that process of learning or growing, whatever you want to call it, that's where happiness exists, at least for me. But you kind of get trapped, right? You, you, you don't have... You almost don't have the capability to sit down and do that anymore mm. because things are so, so, quick. so quick and yeah. easy. Yeah. It's that like quick stimulation. Exactly. You're and you're, never, sort of, you're sort of trapped. Never without it anymore. Yeah. yeah. But I actually, okay, uh, task for us. Yeah, go on. Um, just because I just thought I'd actually want to see what it's like to live one day without your phone, not oh even touch God. it. That'd not even so touch hard. it right okay and i know and the only thing with that is that there's some actual sometimes like admin issues with yeah, that yeah yeah but like, i guess we could check our email halfway through the day but like just in case because of our course but, it's mental that you say that actually because i'm just thinking is it even possible to do that i know it's i'll do so yeah, i'll what, do it with what, you. what would it. make it not possible for me, it would make it not possible is maybe more this company. So for you than like, me, yeah. like, I have to always I, I'm be. I'm unemployed touch. and I've got no responsibility, <laughs> so it could, I could, it could work for me. I could just tell, you know, I, I'll do it with you. I'll do it with you. I'll take a day off. Okay. No phone. Yeah, I'm out of office today. Okay. Say that. I'll designate a day. I'll let everyone know I'm I'm not yeah. using my phone today. And that's okay. This is what I mean. Yeah. Like it will go on, right? It'll, I feel like what's going to happen is I'm just going to think the whole day when am I going to get my phone back? Um, and I wonder what's going on. I wonder what people mm. said to me. I wonder what's happened. And then as soon as I get it, I go like, oh, and then I'll go back it's to being the way though, I was. isn't it? I it's just like a little... I feel phone. like to really get the effect, you'd have to stop it for like yeah. weeks. Well, and I guess it's we, just could, not we could wean it. Like, well, I might try it. I'll see how the one day goes. Mm. But I want to like wake up. Because for me, I'm like fully just admit it. The second I wake up, I am looking at my phone screen. Literally. I can't even see yet. My eyes are blurry. I'm like literally like winking through one eye. Mm. I can't even make out the words and I'm still looking at my phone screen my to see God, what my notifications yeah. are saying. Yeah. And like, I just think I'd have to actively make myself do it, but just like set set the alarm on my like, I don't know, watch or I don't know. How do you even wake up without a phone? I was just thinking maybe I could set it up on my laptop. Yeah. Um, Thing is, my laptop has Instagram, <laughs> yeah, my messages, all the emails. Like, yeah. But it's not the same as a phone, I suppose. I my the reason I want to try this is because I just want to experience complete boredom. I guess maybe we'll have to do this after exams because right yeah. now, um, 
will just work. Okay. It still help with that, to be fair. I will say, when I'm working on something I like, actually, I've got a book recommendation. Go it's on. called The Art of Self-Control by a guy called Menno Henselmans. Um, it's, it's, I think it's called The Science of Self-Control, actually. I'll look this up and put it in the show description thing in Spotify, okay. right? <laughs> it talks about all the science behind um, self-control and all the stuff we're talking about. You should definitely read it. It's really interesting. Okay. One of the things he talks about is when you're doing something you like, right? So this guy uh, who, this guy, by the way, is this exercise scientist. He was previously an economist and he quit to coach people and he did loads of research. He sort of pioneered this whole current like evidence-based training. And a lot of his clients are super successful, right? So everything he does, training, diet-wise, evidence-based. A lot of what I do is inspired by this guy. Mm. I actually had a meeting with him when I was working on the app. I presented it to him and uh, it was really cool speaking to the guy. Is he the one that said it was amazing? Yeah, wow. yeah. It was such a big boost at the time. God, yeah. Um, I only spoke to him for half an hour, but I was so pleased. And he wrote this book. He's really, really smart and he's really well researched. And the thing I like about him is he'll only talk about things when there's enough evidence to support them, right? Which isn't always easy. And he says when he was writing the book, he was so focused because he enjoyed writing it so much. Sometimes he'd even forget to eat. And he says there are certain things, even though it took him a long time to write, right? He says there's certain things we do that we like doing and our brain just takes to these things. And you don't need to think about being productive about these things. Mm -hmm. Like to tell you the truth, I rarely think about how productive I need to be when I'm working on this company. Mm. Almost never. I will, most of the time I'll forget to even eat. I'll forget to do everything else. Even though it's hard work, like mm. it's definitely hard work and I get really tired and you know, I get, you know, I, I'm, sometimes I even get really stressed out. But I like it so much. Like is a bit of a weird word to describe. I find it satisfying enough that I don't need to think about how do I make myself more productive. Yeah, because that, it that's just like all happens. we think about for like revision, isn't it? Yeah. What the I thing need is, to do. I hate revising. Yeah. <laughs> like, I actually hate revising. I hate doing exams. Mm. I don't enjoy that stuff in the slightest. In fact, the only reason I do any of that is just to avoid being in a worse situation than I'm in. Yeah. But I think when you, like when you're doing your art, right? When you're doing something you like, you're reading a book that you enjoy. Do you need to think about how can I be more productive when I'm doing my art? No, no. man. You just do it. You just yeah. do it. The thing is, all these things require you to have undergone some period of being shit at that thing. And now you're good enough that you can practice it in such a way Definitely, that can be engaging. Yeah. Like if I just randomly decided that... to take up guitar now, yeah, I wouldn't yeah. be motivated to just keep going. I'd have to be like, right, I need to force myself. Definitely. I play the guitar. And when <laughs> I first started learning it, it'd be like on YouTube, learning these weird chord shapes, learning these weird songs. And I'm not going to lie, that wasn't always very engaging. It's just I had less to do at the time. Interestingly, actually, that's this is pre-real era. <laughs> and um, <laughs> it, I never, like, that was fine. That wasn't the most exciting stuff. Now I can play the guitar and it's way easier for me to just sit down and play the guitar and not have to think about, I better set aside some time for practice. Yeah. But I do think, though, saying that, whatever the thing might be to improve at it, you still need to make time to do yeah. not super engaging stuff. But this is what I'm saying. I think it's harder oh, yeah. to do those things because of my phone. Like I would yeah, pay right. so much more if I didn't have my phone. And I know that for a fact. Mm. And I still don't do anything about it. I mm. still use my phone. Like every evening I think oh, I should probably paint. 
and then I will sit on Instagram and half an hour goes and it's like kind of a, not enough time to set up all my paints and stuff before I need to make dinner and et cetera, et cetera. Mm. And I just think like, that's why I've just had this eureka idea. I just don't want my phone anymore. <laughs> You're right. You're so right. Because I was just thinking, if I try to learn something new on the guitar now, like the same way I used to before, it'd be way harder now. Yeah. <laughs> like to truly push myself, it'd be a lot harder. Mm. Maybe we should set that as a task to all the listeners. If you've listened up this far, you've got no choice. You have to go a day without your phone. Oh man, that's a big ask, right? All 30 of you. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. To yeah. be fair, our, what was the first podcast? We had 90, didn't we? Yeah, we reached 90. <laughs> I think 30. people heard the first episode and thought, oh, fuck this. They're like, going to get better every time, so spread the word. Yeah, please, please. Spread the word. Please keep listening. Um we got a really cool studio this time. Yeah, it's very... I don't know if it sounds more professional. You can let us know. Or we'll listen to it after. It sounds professional to us because we're wearing these headphones and we can hear ourselves and each other. Yeah, it sounds like I'm on the radio. <laughs> it sounds so cool. So cool yeah. um, do you want to play a sound effect? Yeah, yeah. Right. Ha-ha. <laughs> 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 See, we can just do that kind of shit now. <laughs> also, I think... What we could do before we go is play your idea for an intro and see what people think. Oh, yeah. Should we yeah. do it? It's a sick intro. So Far had said before we started recording, like, he wants this intro to bring into the podcast, like, to start it with. Yeah. And I, well, v- do you want to play it? Let's play it now. Let's play it now. I want to see what other people think. I just think it sounds I don't amazing. think. Right. I don't think it's the right vibe. No, I think. Uh, one sec. <laughs> Here we go. Just imagine it's coming in. Hello. Welcome to our podcast. <laughs> it sounds good, but I don't know if it's the right thing for this podcast. I think it sounds It's so... quite profound. I just yeah, feel like it yeah. sounds quite like I'm about to do a guided meditation. I don't know if this is narcissistic, but I think we talk about some profound shit. Like, <laughs> I think yeah. I think it's fine, fine. We'll see what people think. Yeah, we'll see what people think. Yeah. Someone but left a comment could, last um, time, actually, on, the, yeah. on Spotify. Yeah, my Bezzy. Yeah, my Bezzy yeah. mate. Shout out, thank you. <laughs> leave another one. Or le- if you leave one, you'll get a shout out next time. Um, Are we allowed to say people's names? No, maybe, maybe next time. Yeah, maybe okay. next time. <laughs> we'll get them first. I mean, not not that we're so famous that if we say their so name, they're gonna famous, get fucked. Like, anyway. um, okay, so plan for this week, guys. Uh, go a day without your phone. Let us know how it goes. Go a day without your phone. Or do you even think you can do that? I think go. Okay, a half a day. I don't know. An evening. What about an evening? Because I think you get home and you just want to sit on your phone because it's the easiest thing to do. Switch your okay. brain off. I've got a different question actually. Until the next episode catch yourself doing something that you find you can do for an extended period of time where you naturally don't check your phone mm. what is that thing right find out what that thing is so maybe it's playing an instrument maybe it's drawing maybe it's working on something what is the thing that engages you enough to the point where you don't feel the urge to check your phone mm. yeah that's what, a good do one. you even have anything like that in your life because you know what i think i think a lot of people will struggle really i don't know i don't know i hope not a, maybe not a lot, but there are definitely some people. Can you think of things in your life that stop you doing that? Like you, <laughs> as in like what doesn't make me check my phone? Yeah, yeah. I say the only things are um, for me. 
painting or drawing. Yeah. But even then, sometimes I will check my phone still. Okay. Um, I'm watching a film. Okay. Because I really love watching films. I won't feel the need to check my phone, wow. especially if it's a good one. Okay. But this is also why I really like going to the cinema, because then I actually can't check my phone. I see. I see. And I feel like the cinema for me is almost sounds weird but a form of meditation like my brain is completely zoned in on this one thing i'm not thinking about checking my phone and i just think and i come out and i feel like i've just done some mad meditation like i feel relaxed i feel calm okay i feel happy and like kind of the same how i feel after i've done like a good solid few hours of painting without going on my phone right it's quite interesting yeah mm. Because it's weird because you wouldn't think like, oh, watching a film is like a good thing if your brain. But for me, I really find it relaxes me. So whenever I watch stuff, I'm actually, I check my phone. Last time I went to watch a movie, I checked my phone at least twice mm. during. I think a lot of people in our generation will say that they can't watch a film. What about gym? What about, what about going to the gym? Does that do anything for you? I know you check it between sets and stuff, but. Yeah, I check my phone between sets. Um, I've never really gone to the gym thinking about like it as like a form of therapy but i know people do oh, that's quite interesting yeah right i do enjoy it mm. but it's not a switch off time for me it's very switch off for me I think. yeah right i think a lot of people probably find that it's quite a sw switch off activity right, but like running okay. as well running's definitely a form of meditation swimming yeah 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 right i wonder i wonder what people come up with actually what what do they do it'd be even better if it's like a productive thing not to yeah toxic capitalism <laughs> toxic like. productivity <laughs> dig up <laughs> um, right okay thanks for listening um, message one of us you can do it privately or you can leave a comment um, depending on how well you know us and if it'd be weird if you popped up to us it won't be weird please pop up <laughs> <laughs> please pop up <laughs> I'm so um, I'll be checking Instagram for, for your pop-ups um, but yeah thanks for listening thanks for listening see you next time See you next time. Bye. 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 Bye.